keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sellout full of suffering, succotash, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two tight, too, Billy. And you book a match with me. That's right, Killings. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Oh boy, it's time for the sixth episode of Total F and Marks. I'm your host, the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, Dan St. Germain. Event. And I'm the Gene Snitsky of comedy, Mike Lawrence. <laughs> Why? Because you kick babies? <laughs> I don't know why I, I went woo at the end of that. Wait, why did you do? Sounded like a Dr. Seuss instrument. Why did you do three abortion suicide jokes at a college? It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> what does Gene Snitsky do? I saw a picture of him and he's like cut. Like he's one of those big guys. Like the big show has this where when they're off the road, they get in great shape. But when they're on the road, I'm sure they like find out they're losing to Sin Cara and just eat a bunch of fucking KFC, I would say which they only get from the promotional KFC appearances. When you started saying when they're off the row, I thought it was going to end in oids and not ode. <laughs> <laughs> when they're off the row. Apparently there's like, it's, I'm sorry, no, keep going. No, his back looked like a teenage girl's face. <laughs> it was so Both make gross. me cum. Uh, <laughs> both are popping. I'll get both. I'll take both, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, apparently there's like a new steroid like report that's about to come out. And I'm like, this isn't like literally like. Are we really talking about steroids? Like, you go on Twitter and our president is just slap, like inching us closer to nuclear war every day. I don't give a fuck about professional wrestlers using steroids. I don't care. <laughs> you can't get me to care about That's this. That's why they fired Ellsworth, because he was trying to grow a chance. <laughs> he was trying to grow. That was through stem cells, I believe. <laughs> Speaking of steroids, it's time for the 10 count. And when we're talking steroids, there's no way we can't talk about number one, Roman Reigns. Yeah. And oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns and delivers a great promo. That's what I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you saw the promo, Mike. Maybe I did, you, and I disagree. You really? I yes. thought here's maybe my bar is so fucking low. Yeah, yeah. I think that could be it. But I think it's cool that they're calling out Brock. I mean, you you personally in our personal conversations have complained about Brock's schedule and about Brock not putting anybody over. And at least this promo seemed to address that. Why? What, what's your what's your uh, deal with it? Uh, my deal with it is that Cena cut this promo on The Rock in their feud, uh, and then Roman cut this promo on Cena in their feud, and I just think that. It just isn't an argument that holds water to me with the yeah. company because it's like this whole thing of like, and I'm here every day. It's like, yeah, because you can't go anywhere else. Like, right. And so it's this thing like, 
this is the same company. Like in the same night, he's doing that. We're getting these big contract signings with Ronda Rousey. Like Goldberg beat Kevin Owens for the title in a minute, and Kevin Owens didn't get to have a rematch, even though we know there's a rematch clause. I'm just saying, K Fabe. It doesn't make sense. Like this is a company that is obsessed with part timers. So the whole idea of a guy that's there every day shitting on a part timer doesn't doesn't work for me. I agree with everything you're saying. And for I him, it's a great promo. For him, it's a great promo. That he did not stumble. He had more passion than usual. That's my argument. My other argument is that I think the alternative for this for this and you have to realize we're seeing fucking six weeks of it. So at least we're gonna get some interesting maybe shoot thing from Paul Heyman. Like I just did not want WrestleMania 31 over again, where it's just like, you know, like the new guy beating the fucking established guy. Like we've heard that story a million times before. And I was just really sorry. I was just really grateful that it's not just going to be like Roman Reigns finally climbs to the top of the mountain. Yeah. I don't want that story again. So that no. I guess that's why I was For excited. For the fourth time in a row. Yeah. yeah I, I do not want that story But again. my problem, though, is this with the company in general and this WrestleMania, and I think it gets worse every year, that it's like, me and you have been friends for 11 years now. Right. And Longer. so many yeah, of our conversations years. are, why was I not booked on this? Right. I find it weird. That Although that's, we've been better in the past couple of years. Because we've been booked on things. But <laughs> yeah. But I also find, we realized comedy wasn't going to make us happy. No, no, no. I feel like that that's another thing. <laughs> but, um, but now that's the storyline of so much of Mania. Like, why am I not on WrestleMania? And like... Roman Reigns, like, if Roman Reigns was fighting Brock because there was a personal feud and they hated each other, I would love that. But he won an Elimination Chamber match, and now he's fighting him. Or it's like, I won Jesus the Royal Christ, Rumble, and I'm fighting a, a you. A toad just tried to escape the swamp of your stomach. <laughs> I know. That. I was choking I, on my I, LaCroix in <laughs> the most L.A. way. You're, you're, I'm going to die. Your body is like, oh, LaCroix, too healthy for us. <laughs> Bring out gas station brand Dr. Pepper. It's I, trying to be a tangerine. What's this? What's I, this? I will. I will say this. And this, here's an. And I. And I am happy with the promo. I, I guess it. I, I really is because the bar is so low for that fucking guy. I mean, yeah, it's you true. Here we have snuffling snuffacast, whatever the fuck, in the intro to this oh. to this theme, to the intro to this podcast. We, oh, we, suffering succotash. Suffering succotash. Oh yeah. yeah. We Oof. have that clip in the <laughs> intro. You know, he is. He's delivered some of the worst promos ever. Yes. Yes. So I'm excited about it. The one thing though that I. I I think we're not even touching upon, which is kind of lame is like, it's kind of lame to be a company man, you know, in general yeah. and to have your like badass hero be like, I'm here every day. Like stone cold doesn't really do that. Stone cold. Steve Austin was like, I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna kick your ass. And that's the yeah. bottom line. Like he didn't give yeah. a shit about fucking the fans or the company. And that's the one thing that does get annoying with Cena and Reigns. It's also, you're a company man in a company that says they don't have employees. They only have independent contractors. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so you're like, I'm there every day and this and that. WWE and like, is just so it, They don't give you own. health insurance, you fucking chode. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, like I said, like the passion was there. This is my problem. I still don't know who this guy is. It's like he says big dog in my yard, which is what. 2002 stepdad undertaker did he, <laughs> he said it's, he sounds like a commercial for yeah. like shonies yeah come to the he, big yard this weekend but he still has the shield entrance you know and 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 the gear and all of that and he's and you know he's getting fatter too yeah there's no way because that gear is like it's moving around a little bit <laughs> you know what i mean like that yeah. gear is starting to look 
like what happens like when I dress as Buzz Lightyear for Halloween. <laughs> it's, it's it looks a little rough to infinity and this sidewalk. Yeah, and I go and let me tell you something. I'm obsessed with wrestlers' bodies. I uh, I got a, I got a, I'm on the spectrum, guys. Uh, I'm yeah. autistic. No, I I I and and it, it does. It's got to fucking piss off Finn Balor and Seth Rollins when when they're fucking cut from stone. Those guys work yeah. out incredibly, and then they see this motherfucker. Yeah. Wearing a boogie board on his goddamn chest. It's really frustrating. Yeah. I just, yeah, Roman, it's funny. I posted this week how I thought he was comparable to the ultimate warrior mm-hmm. on Twitter. And I had so many people disagree with me on this. And I have lost so much desire to live after arguing with adult <laughs> Roman Reigns fans. They were the worst people. They Really? Oh, my God. It's like... Were they, I, didn't, I didn't know they existed. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they come out sometimes. Um, you know? <laughs> no, there's some of them. And, 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 and Our look, podcast some of producer them, Jim Cunningham's got some real life heat with some the Some of them man. I like and respect, but like... Some of the arguments, it's like they're all just parroting each other, and I'm trying to have mm-hmm. arguments. And well, my basic argument was was that both Roman Reigns and Ultimate Warrior, these guys who do these big power moves, right, and are what a six year old would want an adult to be. Like if you were six and you could turn into an adult in the '89, you'd want to be the Warrior, and now you'd want to be Roman Reigns. It's like they're both superheroes. It's just that. Ultimate Warrior was like a Frank right. Frazetta, Jack Kirby superhero, and this guy's like a Rob Liefeld superhero, but it's the same shit. I don't speak virgin, but... Oh, <laughs> All right, number two. That's enough oh, of that those comic are a great shit. collection of action figures you have in there. He's not looking at anything. We're in a different room. Yeah. I just want to say it was really creepy to watch him stare into the distance. And <laughs> number two. No country for old Cena. John Cena going for his WrestleMania match. Um, I'm starting to get into it now. I wasn't. Um, now I'm starting to get into it. I, this I is what I was saying before. The lack of a feud. Like Cena, like, why am I not booked on WrestleMania? Like, you'll be booked on WrestleMania. Yeah. There is that. That is the element of like, John Cena, you'll be booked on WrestleMania. He's a good actor, though. I was because yeah. I was I was watching my 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 girlfriend Sarah. We were watching uh, the Elimination Chamber. And then she watched a little Raw on Monday, and she was like, "Oh, I like him." And it's true. He like he makes a non wrestling fan watch and pay attention. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a little hokey. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm into it. Yeah, this. I'm story... just I'm, I'm just a big Cena fan, so I I'm I'm kind of marking out on this one. Yeah, I just think like. You know, last year the match wasn't great, but the promos were awesome with him and Miz the whole mm-hmm. time. You yeah. know, and then it led to the proposal and all that. At least it was a fun angle. It's like, I like a good mid-card event like that. Here's 15 minutes of fun. The heels are going to lose. It was like classic 80s booking, and it worked. But this of, like, him being the underdog is so weird. Like, I get that he hasn't been. He has here. In the he's, he's not been defense, in the main event in a in while. The, he hasn't been in the main event in a while, and he's lost a lot. Yeah. He's lost a lot clean. Yes. To Nakamura, to fucking Roman Reigns, to goddamn Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw. Like, clean. Yeah. Uh, he the lost a fucking version Elias. of us both, Kevin Owens. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's lost a lot. And so yeah. I, I do buy it. Um, I think it's a different story. I like the story. I think it's a different story than in WrestleMania 
uh, 20, you know, the build up to 29 where he beat Rock for the strap. And they're like, Cena had the worst year ever. And he made and vetted almost every pay-per-view and was yeah. still fucking beating people. Oh, yeah. His bad year. People. Yeah. His bad year. This, I just this, don't think this, this is the story for this guy. I think this is. What's a, the story for John Cena then? No, but I'm saying is like, I like this story. I think it's a story for a mid card or undercard guy. Like this is like. If Velveteen Dream has been there for eight months, and you know it's like, and I bust my ass, Dolph Ziggler, mm. whether it's a heel or a face, like I no, I don't want to be in the battle royale. I want my moment. Like that makes sense, and then you cheer them on. I, I think it actually is a babyface angle. It just doesn't work for Cena, where it's like, well, I didn't get in the elimination chamber. Well, now I'll just get in this one. I don't know if you watched. Uh... Uh, Velveteen Dream on NXT this week. He <laughs> faced that British guy. That guy, I forget what the British guy is. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Yeah, he yeah. won the uh, uh, the, you, the the that tournament. Yeah. Um, the Bad Teeth tournament. The yeah. Bad Teeth tournament. The Hello Hello tournament. <laughs> um, he yeah. I, I mean, Velveteen Dream is in the ring. Is the most fun fucking thing. Like every th- every single move he does, you're like, oh, I get why that particular wrestler does it. You know, rather yeah. than like, like sometimes now, like I and, I, and I love the style of wrestling now, but like there's a, a good fucking five to 10 wrestlers on the roster that it almost just feels like a, a ring of honor highlight show, you know, where they're all kind of use using the same moves and Velveteen Dream like does moves that are only meant for the Velveteen Dream yeah. or puts a at least a little spin on it that's only meant for the Velveteen Dream. I'll say this. There's no way in my mind that Vince McMahon saw Black Panther. However, I want to believe that someone told him the box office because they right. definitely need like that top black star. Yeah. I think it could be Big E. I definitely think it could be this guy. This guy yeah, his, is his mic money. skills have got to get a little bit better, but yeah, yeah, they will. And but he he has the right cadence. He's just got to get a little more comfortable. But. And but his character work in the ring, yeah, his wrestling in the ring. In the ring. Yeah, I mean, and he's 20, 23 years yeah. old. He's yeah, a star. He's a star. Right? Yeah. And I, I wish him nothing but the best. Yeah. Um, on to number three. Why doesn't actually we we both argued over uh the name of this wrestler, but why does Kari Sane work? I think it is Kari Sane. <laughs> and if it's not, we're racist. Um no, I, I, I was watching that this week. I'm like, this character is like, you know, the broadest fucking character in the world. She's a Sailor Moon <laughs> anime character that literally does like like fake like like high, middle school play walking to the ring and she's fucking over over in a big way and I'm wondering yeah. I I have a I have a few thoughts on this one that a lot of wrestling fans are sad guys who don't know what real women are like uh, that jerk off to fucking anime. I think that that's just true. Yeah. You know, like I remember when I went to see Ring of Honor in Long Beach, right next to us was an anime convention, and you couldn't tell the two crowds apart. Oh, no. They're all drinking from the same Mountain Dew Code Red pool. Yeah. You know, like fucking brontosauruses dipping yeah, their the fucking acne-riddled yeah. necks. <laughs> yeah. And Snitsky-riddled necks. Yeah, the difference, riddled necks. The difference between failure and despair. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's going to be your autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, you know, like, for years, 
the WWE negatively stereotype Japanese people. Mm-hmm. And now that they're fetishizing them, yeah. it works. You know, it's <laughs> they're like, using positive stereotypes, which also yeah, probably have a problem. But it's like Asuka and, and Nakamura and Kerry Sane, where it's like they don't have to talk. Well, I don't know, they man. Do, Nakamura, know, I mean, I don't know if Nakamura is really a stereotype. He's more of like a Keith Richards. No, I'm type. saying they're not now. Yeah. Yeah. No, now their personalities and stuff, the entrances are cool. It's like, and, and, the, and the ring work is there. The whole thing now is they can just be. There's still cartoon characters, but it feels like it's on their terms. Right. And almost every wrestler is a cartoon character, you know, and some extent. It is. It would be nice to just have, like, the next Japanese wrestler to be a normal guy or a normal girl rather than this, oh, they're so mysterious and they wear masks and have goofy music play, you know? It it took us to 2016 where they're not spitting mist and throwing salt, all right? like true. One step at a time. It's true, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we got, you know, like, you know, like one step at a time for sure. Yeah, I think Tajiri is like an accountant or something, like in Japan. I just want to believe somebody's like, wait a minute, I don't think these numbers are... And he just spits in their he face. He spits in their face. Remember? He, cu- he he cuts their taxes the same way he cut off Val Venus's dick. Yeah. Was he the one who... Cut no, off. no, no, that was kind time. Oh, no, I'm racist. <laughs> I just mismatched it. Oh, no. You I was like, was it your, Honda? Uh, you mixed up your me choppy your pee-pee oh. with your blinding Nydia with his special blackness. Well, guys, let me tell you, I'm I'm queerly part of the problem. <laughs> I apologize. I will be uh, donating to... There, uh, Dan the Enabler St. Germain. Dan the Enabler. Yeah. Uh, number four, the male elimination chamber booking. Now, the only thing that I really had a problem with on this, first off, anybody, I have no sympathy for somebody who's like, I can't believe Roman Reigns won. What was going to happen? Everybody who fucking watched the event, you knew it was going to happen. They never at once during this year said there was a chance of anyone else winning. My problem was, at the end of it, you have Braun Strowman beat the shit out of Roman Reigns after losing clean, and then the next night, you don't address it and just put Braun back with the feud of Elias, and I love that feud that he has with Elias, but why fucking do that to get a weird... Like, they did the same thing. I think Cage Side Seats talked about this. Uh, They did the same thing with Braun at Survivor Series, where he fucking beat down Triple H and got a pop at the end of it. I guess it's more... I know, and I talked about this last week. Part of it is my frustration is I think you should just fucking strap a rocket to Braun Strowman and have him beat Brock Lesnar. That should be the next guy. Um, I don't think it should be Finn Balor yet or Seth Rollins. I think it should be fucking Braun Strowman. Yeah. But I don't understand... It's, again, almost like this 50-50 booking where you have Roman Reigns win after Braun Strowman does this amazing performance throughout the whole match, and then you still have him kind of lose as a heel, but the next night you make Reigns a face again? I don't fucking get it. What do you think, Mike? I love Braun. Like, if I could just be hired to write whatever Braun stunt there is each week, it'd be the best. Yeah, the the stand-up bass with Elias. It was amazing. All that stuff, the ambulance, there's so much fun stuff with him. Um, But I think the problem is what we saw Sunday and what we saw, you know, in his match with Lesnar is that he's not the guy. He's the guy that's used specifically to build the guys they want. And I think fans are catching wind of that. And that sucks because it used to be 
if you did cheer a guy like this enough, he would be the guy. You know, like Daniel right. Bryan was what 2014. <laughs> that feels so much longer ago. It's like we want Braun. Braun is awesome. And look, this is the, the thing I think the difference between Braun and Roman um, as wrestlers is I think Roman is the best that he's gonna be. I yeah, think Braun is just gonna keep getting better. Yeah, and Braun just—I don't know—has that mainstream appeal more to me that you can have him on, you know, uh, Hoda and and yeah. Kathy Lee. You could have him do all this like cool stunty. And people want to see him. People want to see a big yeah. dumb bastard walking Dude, around. Like I—I I haven't watched that much of the mix match challenge. Their promos, him and Alexa Bliss, are so awesome. Although Braun Strowman talking about. All his guns after fucking Parkland would have been well, a little rough. <laughs> That's the only thing that would have been rough on the media tour, you know? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> They're still wrestlers. That's the worst thing about wrestlers, man. Come is get that- these hands attached to these guns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of times with wrestlers, you're like, oh, I didn't want to know you're into that. You know, it's like, ah, I didn't want to know. Oh, Kane's running Republican, so he really is a demon. But <laughs> I, just, I just feel with this, like, him pinning everybody else but Roman only happened to make Roman then look stronger. And I get, yeah, you're right with the 50-50 of him then beating up Roman afterwards, but it's like, yeah, we see through this. It's like, they think this stuff, mm-hmm. they overthink it too much. Like when you, you know, when Roman won in 2015 with The Rock coming out, it's like, if you're already backstage worried that the fans aren't going to be into what you're doing and you're yeah. having contingency plans, maybe don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Just go with somebody who... You know, it's like AJ Styles is doing fine as a, yeah. as a champion. Yeah. You know, people are like, hey, we want this guy. And then they put the title on him and it's working pretty good. Yeah. So I, I don't understand why Braun, they had to try Braun is blood what, from a stone. Yeah. Braun is what dudes think their dicks are until they get dumped for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number five, Brock Lesnar back to the UFC question mark. Uh, he's taking photos of him and Dana White around. I, I don't know, man. It's like I, I of course, I'm going to buy a pay per view. Like, I, and I, that's why Dana White is doing it. They want, they want to sell pay per views. And right now, the UFC with, um, what's his fucking name? Name, um, uh, uh, John Jones, and so, and and then you know, losing Ronda and Floyd Mayweather, like kind of like holding them up for money and shit. They don't have a big star. But Lesnar just failed a drug test for that. <laughs> and failing a drug test in the UFC is actually important. It's not WWE failing a drug test. It's fucking, it's an actual competition. So yeah. I don't understand. I mean, like, I, I just, the guy's pushing 40. I don't know. And look, I'm not a fucking jujitsu expert here or Muay Thai expert, but it, it just seems, it seemed kind of, it just seemed kind of sad almost for Dana White, you know, posting those pictures. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? Um, I think that this is very parallel to another topic we have coming up, and mm-hmm. I can mention it then, or I okay. can mention it now. All right. Well, no, we, we can we, we can we can yeah hold it hold we can hold hold back. Okay. All right. Number six. Uh, which match are you more excited about? Uh, Omega and Ibushi versus the Young Bucks. Am I saying that right? By the way, I believe I am. Right. I don't know. Yeah. 
Just or, pull your eyes back. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We were doing so fucking good on this show. We even handled the fucking... We ended, even handled, like, uh, assault weapons tactfully, I thought. Um, all right. Uh, Omega versus... Jerry Lawler loves AR-15 year olds. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're going to get banned on his, uh, on his children's show. He has never uh, been with anyone that's... Older than 13. That, that was a is, joke. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, he's not in the 15-year-olds. No, okay. he is not. We don't know that for sure. We have no idea for sure yeah. what he has has done. <laughs> this is me not getting sued. Okay. Uh, Omega <laughs> versus the Young Bucks or Omega uh, versus Cody Rhodes. Which match are you more excited for? Um, I feel like... I don't know. Like a Canadian and an American in America isn't as exciting as like mm-hmm. having. You know, I I feel. Well, I think the match. I mean, I'm sorry. Keep going. No, nah. the tag match is going to be better without a doubt. Yeah, an actual as as actual work rate, but the story, you know, is kind of classic with Cody and Omega. Yeah. I just don't like. I don't. Here's. I don't. I know this is corny, but like, you know, it's kind of like when Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy fight. Like, I don't want to see. The Young Bucks go against Omega. I know the fucking work rate's going to be incredible. I will, I can't say enough good things about everybody involved in any of those matches. But yeah. I just don't want to. I kind of want to see them all together. But, you know, Omega's way better his job than I am about commenting his job. So I'm just going to trust it's going to be amazing either way. I would give that commentary on it six stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think either way it'll be fun, you know. I don't, I don't think it matters either way. Yeah. It's not one of those, like, I had to see it this way or that way. I just think, I don't know, man. Omega's one of those, yeah, once-in-a-lifetime talents that whatever he does, he's going to make it work. And, you know, you got to give credit to, to Cody. I'm sure he's an inspiration to a lot of guys who are in uh, WWE now or, like, maybe I can make it. I always thought Cody was great in WWE, yeah. and I know some people are like, oh, he's not as good as Omega. I'm like, okay, he's not as good as the best wrestler in the world. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it doesn't mean that I can't not enjoy Cody Rhodes. Um, and it is kind of funny. It's like oh, that Omega sweeps on his way to the ring because he could have a fucking match with a broomstick yeah. and tear the goddamn house down. So I'll, I'll be excited. He did in 2007, and Jim Cornette said, it ruined the fucking <laughs> business. The fucking business. <laughs> Look at super kicking nine year olds, goddamn young buck, buck man. <laughs> what you imagine? Um, number seven. What's worse, Ang- Kurt Angle's bloated face or Ronda Rousey's expressionless one? <laughs> oh man! Well, I, I, I guess I just let's just take this as, as a time to talk about what's going on with the Ronda Angle. I'm going to start out because I know Mike's going to shit a lot on it, and well, I'm let's not going to Angle first, like, okay, and then go to Ronda because okay. Angle. Angle's been pretty. I was talking to our buddy Scott Chaplin about this, and he was like, "Yeah, no one's giving enough credit for how terrible Angle has been in all of this." No, I mean he's can't. You know, I, he used to be amazing on the promos, and I don't know whether it's you know he's had too many injuries or it was the painkiller shit back in the day, but his his voice doesn't sound the fucking same. And I love no, fucking Kurt Angle. It's so scripted, like yeah, he, it's just you need to have him talk. It's just there's a high hyphenated. Maybe it's just getting older, you know. I'm not gonna, you know, people have substance abuse and fucking bounce back from it and sound great. And yeah. I've certainly had a ton of substance abuse in my own personal life, so I don't want to attribute that with it. But uh, just something happened where he doesn't sound the fucking same anymore. Yeah, 
Dan once snorted coke on the broken shards of the mirror he slams Shane McMahon on. No. It's uh, way cooler than the mirror I did coke on. Like no. I, on a mirror with like a comedy club booker in an unnamed <laughs> B room. So I think the saddest uh, moment on Sunday was when he was like, and, and when you were with them in WrestleMania 21, I mean 31. Like, Ugh, he yeah. was, because like, I think. I know it was just like an honest flub, but it also it was the match he had with Michaels. Like it felt like a Vietnam veteran oh moment <laughs> that he was thinking of, like the last truly happy moment in his life. You know, That's at hilarious. WrestleMania twenty-one. I mean, thirty-one. I mean, the one I wasn't at. Um, yeah, he's just sad. I I think someone said that they have to script his shit so much. I also think. His whole character yeah. worked for years because the whole gimmick was he was this vicious killer in the ring, but a doofus on the mic. And he was one of the only guys who could do that. That's yeah. what I talk about on Pritchard Show. But now he can't be a killer in the ring anymore, so he's just a doofus. And I think no one's giving credit to how much that Jason Jordan angle ruined his credibility. Yeah. Although, you know, I will say this about Jason Jordan. In the ring, Jason Jordan's pretty great. Yeah, but that angle was horrible. Like that, yeah. I think that was like the wrestle crap angle of the year. It was pretty awful. Is that one? I think Jinder won the Gooker. This fair, year. fair enough. Yeah, Jinder's <laughs> no. uh, he celebrated by drinking the milk from his own tits. Yeah, but speaking of wrestle crap, yeah, Ronda. It's just, but yeah, because I will say this before you shit all over it. Yeah, her fucking, and I, I really think this is how the mania match needs to be. Yeah. Her slamming Triple H through a contract table looked fucking cool, and. The thing that people want, they don't want a bunch of fucking rambling promos. What the, the moment that they want from that could save that match, whoever fucking Ronda tags with, and it's probably going to be Angle, is that like when fucking Angle tags Ronda and Triple H goes to tag Stephanie, and then Ronda goes, Don't fucking tag her. I want you. The whole place would erupt. Yeah. But that's the only thing that's going to save this <laughs> is Ronda pinning Triple H in the middle of the ring. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that, that would be at least a real cool thing to watch. Um, I just, you know, because you were talking about Brock before, and then I was thinking, oh, yeah, Ronda, yeah. But how the UFC is treating Brock with that desperation. I think that this Ronda stuff has made WWE look so bad. Really? How so? Well, because she's a failure. Yeah, like she's, she's not a failure, yeah, she though, is. dude. That's she like saying is. Tyson when he lost a couple fights as a but failure when he came she, to WWE. But she's he one of the best. He like, bit an ear, like, and that was cool. No, but he had lost before that a yeah, couple that's times. True, but and he, and she's like the biggest fucking thing ever dude, for UFC. But she lost so decisively twice in a row, like, and yeah. she lost terribly. She cried on Ellen. She can't act. She's Everybody the, cries on Ellen. She's I, the I cry if I have to watch Ellen. <laughs> Fair enough. But she's the worst part of the Entourage movie, which I didn't know was possible. <laughs> she's bad and terrible things. She made me ashamed to watch Expendables 3, and that was an hour into it. Like, it should have already <laughs> happened. Expendables 3 is kind of fun. Yeah, but she's terrible. Like, she can't talk, and it's embarrassing. It makes the company look bad. And this angle that they're trying with her of, I want to be treated like everybody else. Like, then don't say that in a 15-minute contract-signing promo <laughs> on a pay-per-view. Yeah, Like, yeah, you're yeah. not being treated like everybody else. And I think the thing that bothers me the most is I know that she had a genuine relationship with Piper. 
But when you're trying to emulate the most naturally charismatic person that's ever been in wrestling. Yeah. You come off even more wooded and awful than you are. She can't like the scowl that she has. Like it feels like you're watching a make a wish. Also, it's kind of funny too with that because Piper, I think more so than almost any other person who's been a star in wrestling didn't really care about the wrestling business that much. He was way more excited to be in Hollywood. You know, like I remember when I, I, not not to bring up my amazing acting days, I acted in a sketch with him in a true TV show, guys. Don't, don't fucking get some say it's the thing that ended him. But Uh, go on. Yeah, that's (laughs) Piper died the next day because of uh, having to work with me. Friend of the People was a funny show. He lost by count. Thank you for the opportunity. He lost by clown out and DQ (laughs) all the time. It was the first clean finish he had. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it was, uh, but it was one of those things where I remember I I came up to him and I'm like, I loved you in WrestleMania 8 for Spread Hard. And he was like, he looked at me like I was the king of jabronis. Like, <laughs> and then like haggled me the whole time. But he was a guy, I mean, from everybody I know, I didn't know. Obviously, I only met Piper that one time. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty close with uh, with Bobcat but uh, and a few of his other friends. And, and they all say kind of the same thing is that he loved being around fucking comedians. He loved being around the comedy store. And that he was never the guy who was going to kiss Vince's ass. He just yeah. did not. He genuinely did not fucking you know, carry that company's water. But he's a genius, you know what? But the thing is, he was so good on the mic, like that you believed everything he said to the point where you thought he could kick Hulk Hogan's ass. Yeah. Like that's how good that guy was. And Rhonda wearing the jacket, like a a kid digging in a garage, like it's embarrassing. It is kind of embarrassing. And then it's this, I just don't like the fact that they had her interrupt Oscar, and that was never mentioned again. Mm-hmm. It's just this weird, like, you want her to be a baby face, but she's doing nothing but heel stuff. And then this match itself, her and Angle versus Stephanie and Triple H, who does that help? Like, if you're going to pay millions of dollars to bring Ronda in, I get that. It's like... Wonder Woman did better than Justice League because you brought in a unique female audience that then didn't stick around. Like, and Ronda did that for the UFC. They're bringing her in to get women to subscribe to the network. That makes sense. Have her wrestle against women on the network, you know? Right. Have her build people up. Have her versus Asuka. Have her versus Charlotte. But against Stephanie, those characters are so broken and stale. They never get their comeuppance. Even when they lose, they don't change at all. I don't want to see these characters anymore. And I don't think it helps Ronda at all. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I I think time will tell whether or not, I mean, Elimination Chamber, the ticket's not selling out as a big, and if, you know, if network bumps don't come up at WrestleMania, then we're going to really know whether or not she did have an impact. It's going to, you know, it's going to, it's going to be, I think that there, I think that, you know, like the WWE in general may have a huge Fox deal coming out. We may have seen, we may see a fucking Monday Night Raw on primetime, which is kind of incredible in the next year. And they're trying to get as much mainstream press as possible. Um, I don't know. You know, besides Conor McGregor, who else would kind of give that to him? Yeah, I know. It's besides just besides Ronda. It's just to me, it's like like I already know what this match is gonna be. You know, Triple H and Stephanie are gonna do their Grease Live entrance again. <laughs> the fucking skull mat and all the, you know, heavy metal masturbation cover stuff. Who do you think grunts more during sex? 
Triple H or Stephanie? <laughs> Pat Patterson. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, the sex oh, tape. Oh, no I gets to watch more. Oh, uh, uh, no. Stephanie gets to watch. <laughs> no, what I just with this whole thing, it's like they come in, they they wrestle. She beats up Stephanie. Like, what is like if I'm a fan who's never watched this before and I'm being brought in is this what's going to make me want to stay i don't think so like they've done so much in the past three years to boost women's wrestling which i think ronda is responsible for in a lot of ways yeah they i saw think so too, what yeah. she did with the ufc like ronda was a huge draw like i'm not saying she was always a failure i just think the way that she lost and how she handled it made her look like she was nothing, and then for them now to bring her in makes them look small and just obsessed with any celebrity. Or maybe bring up the losses, you know? Like, she got her ass kicked into... Maybe they're saving that, but, you know, make her more of an underdog that way. Yeah. All right, now on to number eight. Remake Bray Wyatt. <laughs> what the fuck do you do with that guy at this point? Uh, I mean, I think... I, I even This is how bad it's gotten. I had to just think for a second. I'm like, oh, Matt Hardy went over at the pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. I forget even what's going on with this guy. This is how bad it's gotten. I was like, oh, why is that wrestling fan in the ring again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's just so crazy, man. Like this, he's got to drop because obviously the guy's great as a, on promo. He's great in the ring. He can do something else. I don't know if it's one of those things where you do a cooler version of the you know right to censor where he goes. Maybe what if he found fucking Jesus or something and he did like a brother love sort of gimmick i don't know what it is but this whole fucking you know like uh you know bad guy from true detective adjacent thing that he's been doing since 2013 yeah it's just not fucking working anymore you know what a part of the problem he is a victim more than anybody of the tweener character like because he's supposed to be this evil redneck hillbilly but he wears his own merch shirt sometimes. He has an entrance that involves fan participation and cell phones. He says the name of the city he's performing in. It's all this babyface stuff. All this babyface shit. Brooklyn, we're here. It's like, and then he wrestles <laughs> like anybody else in the performance center. Like, I remember because we watched his first pay-per-view match. It was against Kane at SummerSlam 2013, yeah. which one of the best pay-per-views ever when you now look back at it. Well, it was Punk and Brock and then also Brian and Cena. That's right. That was a great, that was yeah, a great yeah. fucking But it started with him, and I remember when we all watched it, like because they spent like two months of building him up, and he came out with the family, and he had the promo, the vignettes. Um, you're like, this is going to be cool. And then when you see him do like an Irish whip, you're like, oh, it's just like everybody else. And right. He, and he's got a clean WWE shop shirt on. The one thing that he should have done, and I always say this, is that when he won last year at Elimination Chamber, he should have fucking set that title on fire. Yeah. You know, and titles, like, don't, mean titles anything, don't mean shit. It's like the Joker with the money. Exactly. In Dark exactly. I'm, I'm lifting it right from there. Yeah. <laughs> titles don't mean shit. Yeah, you know, but uh, he's he's got this weird. He tries to be all things to nobody, and yeah, just doesn't make fucking him. work. Um, how would I remake him? I mean, I, like I said before, I think that I think doing something completely, you know, like how they did with Abyss at TNA. Um, like maybe you have him fucking, you know, like in a corporate cane to a certain extent. But may like you know, it'd be kind of fun to see like Bray Wyatt um, borrowing a, a page from True Detective. 
you know, in the middle of True Detective, there's a point where Matthew McConaughey kind of becomes a family man and he gives up on this, you know, tortured uh, cop character. Yeah, yeah. It would be kind of fun to see fucking Bray Wyatt shave, shave the goddamn weird ass fucking Burning Man dreadlocks, Ugh. put on like almost a golf shirt, yeah. shave his bed, have like a fucking have like maybe him and Jojo get married and they yeah. have a suburban house. Yeah. And maybe his gimmick is he's fucking normal for like. And he's like, right, I'm just trying to make money, you know, like for my kids. Do that for a couple of years and then have him go fucking crazy again. Yeah, because he does look like the guy that sells Italian ices at the Dave Matthews Band concert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. Pineapple, we're here. <laughs> What's that sound? Oh. Sister Rita. Oh, sorry. Mike brought his dog. That's actually just Mike. Uh, Mike brought his dog here. My beautiful girlfriend, Sarah Jo, just walked in. Pat, she's a she's a huge uh, wrestling fan. She's not. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I think Bray, yeah, like having him realize that everything he's believed is a lie could be kind of a cool thing. Yeah. yeah. Or he has that one thing, you know, like when you're really deep and into Nietzsche in college and then you're like, oh, shit, I got to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> that should be his gimmick. Yeah. Number nine. Um, we're gonna do something fun this week, Mike. What is your pick? And we're, we can, this is kind of a, a refillable here. But what is your pick this week for uh, worst WWE merch of all time or uh, currently? Uh, so Dan uh, got me a Earthquake action figure for my uh, birthday, not realizing uh, an empty void in my heart. Uh, that I've had the past few months. So now I'm buying other WWE action figures. <laughs> Thanks. You gave me my first beer. Um, I just got Yokozuna and Ultimate Warrior. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm only getting a couple so far. Yeah, uh, sure. My Ric Flair defining moments is in the mail. Um, <laughs> uh, this but, is a defining moment for you, but in a bad way. Yeah. So now I'm in the, the toy aisle looking at the WWE toys. And they have a line... They've had these, but they had like WWE mutants and now they have WWE zombies Ugh. where it's all the superstars. Because well, they used to do the zombies. artwork on the website, which was kind of fun. But yeah. who buys that action figure? I mean, more importantly, maybe don't do that in a business where guys die at 35. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oh, How did you not know where that was? No, where I, was going. Know. <laughs> I mean, it was on the table for everybody. Yeah. You, you picked it up, you put some seasoning on it and I enjoyed my lunch. What can yeah. I say? <laughs> no, but it's so weird. It's like, did you get the WWE zombie test figure? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is not a test. <laughs> oh, man. Test over. Um, no, that's a joke. He was never over. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. He's got to the Andrew Martin Foundation. Uh, no, so it is definitely weird to me that uh, they they did that for that very morbid reason. Um the no one's ever died here. Yeah, the they Undertaker, died in motels. The Undertaker zombie figure looks better than the actual Undertaker <laughs> now. <laughs> well, uh, the actual Undertaker figure is just a Fraser action figure. It's a Kelsey Grammer yeah. figure. The, the page, the page one, just looks like. Uh, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. What does it say here? <laughs> Dean Dean Ambrose. It's actually looks kind of cool because it looks like those zombie movies from the 80s. Yeah. The page one just looks like she had a bad night with Brad Maddox. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Which is a good night with Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> 
<laughs> Turn the page. <laughs> yeah, so that is definitely, yeah. It is some- kind of funny. When I was watching Raw uh, with Sarah on Monday and Paige came out, and I'm like, oh, she had like a cock porn with fucking... Brad Maddox and, and and just explaining like what happens backstage to non wrestling fans. They're just like, what? This is fucking crazy. My favorite is the Roman Reigns one has his shirt off. Like he finally gets undead confidence. <laughs> he gets <laughs> finally he's able to keep the weight off by just eating maggots. Uh, for me, uh, and I said this to you, and I, honestly, I kind of love this shirt. It's so bad. Wait, can we just talk about the okay. page one? Yeah, just yeah. For let's one talk more about second. page. Okay, what is it? Because look, all the other ones are like green and have flesh missing. <laughs> she literally just has two black eyes. For her, it's just like oh, I had a long weekend with Amy Winehouse and. Now I'm an action figure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't even notice that. Oh, man. Yikes. That is, that is bad. That's rough. Are For you me, sure that's not Deborah's action figure? Oh, All right. Okay, come on. <laughs> Jesus. She's never going to be on the podcast. For me, sorry, uh, I lost you a Deborah booking. <laughs> exactly. Uh, for me, I said it to you. It's I guess this is a self-released John Morrison T-shirt, <laughs> as they all are. <laughs> which I guess is like okay. First off, might I say I have a shirt called Saint Germaniac, so I nice. understand what it's like to sadly promote yourself. <laughs> Him, it's called Jomo Sapiens. By the way, Saint Germaniac shirts only in Triple XL. Yeah, exactly. It's called knowing your audience. Yeah, it's, basically, it's just a diaper for you to wear if you're a truck driver. John Morrison. They're the, made out of old. King Kong Bundy singlets. <laughs> They're called Jomo Sapiens, um, which I don't, I get that as the biggest stretch in the world. <laughs> Do you remember they had a Sin Cara t shirt a few years ago that was just a dick? No. They, I don't know if you get look this up. Was this gym. bulge? It was this bulge? It was no, it was just like this symbol. It was like a white t shirt that they didn't realize was just a penis. <laughs> and that was the smallest botch of Sin Cara's run. <laughs> like they couldn't even get his merch right. They have to use, they keep using different dicks because <laughs> the first, last dick doesn't work. Uh, Jomo Sapiens. And literally the picture, it's it's John Morrison with like, like almost like Nexus lettering on a face. <laughs> it's But it's, it's um, photoshopped over Bigfoot's body okay. with a bunch of monkeys holding Jomo Sapiens. My favorite is the pe- not only did he try to make up like a, a like a term for fans that didn't exist, uh. but he tried to meet up a fret catchphrase, and it was "We're gonna eat your lunch." That's it. So the Jomo Sapiens, I guess that means that we're gonna take your shit. Yeah. But it's like the least badass thing that I've ever heard. Like we're gonna eat your lunch. We're gonna sample your, we're gonna sample your appetizers. It doesn't make. It's we're like gonna pop your jalapeno. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, Jomo Sapien sounds like something that like 2012 rock would come up with. <laughs> yeah, and all your Jumbo. Remember when he? What was it when he did? Um, what was it with uh, Snicker Butt or whatever he said? Because he did candy ass, but. Snickerbutt? No. Snickerbutt sounds like a cute, like a Shirley Temple character. I'm Snickerbutt. (laughs) That's what the studio execs called her. No. uh, (laughs) Can't wait to watch the Oscars tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) But no, it was some some (laughs) dumb shit. It was was that moment when you realized The Rock wasn't cool anymore, when it was him and 
and punk in 2013 where they were going back and forth and and he was doing like cookie crisp references and stuff but i didn't realize too that cm punk that box with god thing was from some other movie i forget that too like he did the same fucking shit he quoted man with fire like like, so we like give a punk is the best of promos he was just quoting cool action movies i will say this uh the great thing about wrestling when you see someone do a promo is that there's always someone better. Like I remember there was the punk angle. It was the I think yeah, it was with Brock where him and Heyman cut promos on each other. And I think I think legitimately Who do you think's better at promo? Punk or Heyman? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think Heyman's the best of all time. I don't know, man. I'm punk he, was pretty fucking good though. But he watched them together and it's this whole thing. So Heyman does this five minute promo. I think it's one of my top three ever where he's like, what I'm looking at is an empty ring because you don't exist. And it's so awesome yeah, yeah. and powerful. And then Punk is like, I'm going to burn your house down. And it's just, just so Denzel stupid. It's so dumb. He quotes the Pelican Brief. Next. <laughs> he quotes Philadelphia. Yeah. Was it Pelican Brief? Was it, he, no, he, well, that was Nick Nolte. I, I forget. <laughs> All those mid-90s Julia Roberts movies. Yeah. Number is he, 10. Is he quoting John Q? No. Number 10. And by the way, this is something Mike Lawrence specifically <laughs> requested. Oh, you didn't know? The, oh, jeez. The Warrior Award. Why do we want to talk about this, Mike? Because I think that this is... So they announced it this week, um, who the uh, recipient was. I think the kid's name was Jarius or something yeah. like that. Um, and he's a, he's a kid who is sick. Um there's I'll two. give you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the good part. No, yeah. look, I have nothing against the recipients of the Warrior Award. I know last year it was like this this veteran. It was, you know, Joan London, Connor. That is all good. Right. It is all publicity. That's fair. But I think that there's a double standard. Two things that bother me with the Warrior Award. One, that it's named after... A horrible human being, an awful <laughs> homophobe, who I think they only named the ward after him because they felt guilty for his death. Uh, that's that, that's yeah. what I really think. Like, some weird shit happened. He died a day after. They're like, here's an award. Um, and the other thing is the way that they treat former wrestlers a lot of times is so disgusting. Like... I mean, I know it's not the best example because there's the stuff with Elizabeth, you know, allegedly uh, with Lex Luger. But, like, Kamala has no legs. You know, uh, Vader announced that he'll be dead in two years. It's like you have these guys that you could push, you could help. You could have them on your show. I mean, okay, in WWE's defense, they fucking pay for a ton of rehabs. They do do some shit. They do do some shit. You know, what about the medical bills? No, I mean, you know, it's not great. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I'm also they don't like, give them insurance, man. I'm just saying it's like a lot of these dudes, you know, Perry Saturn is homeless. And look, some of it's their fault. It's not all the company. I'm not like that. I don't completely blame the company, but like these guys have GoFundMe pages, which are never promoted. It's easy to say, look at these kids. We care about these kids. We're a great company. Mm-hmm. It's hard to show. I mean, what happened to Bobby Heenan? was horrible i feel like the wwe could have done more that's all i'm saying i don't really know the particulars there i mean i know he had cancer yeah and i mean he looked terrible at the end but i know that you know i I think that they struggled a little bit and it's like 
all of the praise and love that he got in death, I think if he got a little bit of that in but life, I don't know. Also, I mean, like, could he have got? I don't really know enough about fucking cancer treatment to know, you know, like no, if, they had, no. if, they had, mean, if he had gotten better bad. treatment. I'm not saying he got better. I, I just think that this company could be a little bit more loyal. Like, there's so many fantastic guys who I get. I get the whole. Well, thing. Well, I agree because I, I will agree that like it's fucked up. They don't get residuals. You know what I mean? Like when you and me are done with a show, we can still you know with WGA rules we get residuals. And these why guys, do you think so many of them tried to get into acting? That's right. why Piper got into movies. Let's get that's, some fucking insurance. That's why Terry Funk was like, "I'll do Roadhouse," like because yeah. they all live off SAG. Right, absolutely. You know, so I just think that it's it, this is such an easy alley oop for them that they now do fifteen minutes a year, but it's like China died and they said nothing. And I don't know. I but feel also, man, it's like how much though? And I'm not meaning to sound like a fucking free market Republican here, but like how you know? I, I agree. There should McMahon. be a wrestler. No. <laughs> there, there should be a wrestling union, absolutely, and and these guys should get taken care of, but. You know, like, unless you're required by law to do it, it's just like how... how I know. I, I, I will say this. I think one of the biggest hypocritical things is that, like, they say they're independent contractors, but they don't give them the independent contractor freedom. Yeah. Like, if, like, if, like, you should say they're an employee and give them health insurance. That's fine. They still or, have a 90-day non-compete clause. Or you should let them fucking go to Japan and do, a, 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 like, a, a gig for a week if that's... You know what I mean? Like... So I, I agree that it's, you know, ultimately, I, I do agree with you, but I, I still think what they're doing with it is cool. Um, yeah, but it's like everybody does, you know, like charity and stuff like that, like showing, like having seen Jack it. Jack in the, the Box make- actually has a foundation for yeah. people who eat Jack in the Box. <laughs> it's amazing. When you, when you have to lose a finger, they give you a, yeah. a new finger. <laughs> No, but it's like the we're trying Cena, to get sponsors those. All Jack the Cena, I'll push whatever fucking shitty tackle you got. All the Make a Wish stuff, all that stuff is great. They should be doing that. The amount that they promote it and brag about it's not charity if you openly brag about doing it all the time. Just fucking do it and help people. But to do that and say we're that a company like in my twenties and I was trying to get laid in my twenties, it'd be yeah. like, oh, I'll do, I'll do stuff with political action campaigns. Right? But to Shut say up. you care all the time when there are these people that were your responsibility. I mean, when Linda was running for senator and Lance K died and she said that she didn't know who he was. You can actually get Lance K zombie figure on (laughs) WWE.com. You know, but it's like, it's just a double standard to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like, I mean, this is a company that had their employees work on Christmas, like fucking take care of your guys and don't just like parade these kids around and make yourselves look good when you can actually be compassionate in ways that matter to the people that helped build your company. That's all. Um, so for our worst book booking segment this year, Ruin of WrestleMania, I have one. Instead of a headlining match, it's just Jarius's family responding <laughs> to Mike's comments. <laughs> um, I have nothing to get. I, I hope I came off that way of like, no, I don't have, no, no, I know, no, I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's still a comedy show, you know? Yeah, yeah. Barely. Um, <laughs> I'm what, sorry. No, 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 no. It's, it's it, it could have been no, number seven, but we... No. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh? Do you have do you have like a do you have world's worst Booker this week or yeah or a uh, or a ruin of WrestleMania? We you know vote on your ruin of WrestleMania. That's really Sean O'Connor's idea, but I'm gonna yeah. steal it from him. Um, I would say okay, world's worst Booker. You have Braun Strowman pin everyone in the elimination chamber, only for him to lose to Roman Reigns. Oh wait a minute, that actually <laughs> happened. That's that's really funny, Mike. Uh, what do you want to promote? 
Um, I have a podcast. It's not out yet, but we'll be out within a month on uh, all things comedy called With Great Popcorn uh, with my wife, Adina. We review and rank every superhero comic book movie uh, from best to worst. Some non-superhero movies. but And that's going to be every week there's going to be a new one? Yeah, if you ever wondered if Howard the Duck was worse than Daredevil, we are the show for you. I can't wait. Adina? You can forever. Lovely, <laughs> lovely lady. Very funny and smart. Mike's wife. I can't say enough positive things about them or their relationship. Why, why, why'd you say that like Walter Cronkite talking about the Iran Some, hostage situation? Sometimes I pretend I'm more important than I am. I don't know if you knew Wonderful that. woman who I hope escapes soon. <laughs> Like, literally, you finding out that she's co-hosting a comic book podcast, it's like she's Patty Hearst um, now. She has befriended her attackers. and Guys, um, as far as me, please rate and review uh, this show on iTunes. Leave a comment. Uh, we need more listeners. <laughs> I always sound like I'm about to go bankrupt. Um, I'm doing a couple more shows in L.A., and then I got some New York shows coming up. Um, my album will be coming out in May, around May 12th, my birthday. I think it comes out May 11th, so be on the lookout for that. Thank you, guys. Jim, you got anything? I just Tom I Gun went to go see Tom Gunn with Sarah two weeks ago. I think we were talking about it. It was, it was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I had a great time. Sarah had a great time, too. March 17th at the region. March 17th at the region. And then do you have another San Fran one coming up with that too? Uh, it was last night, but March Oh, how'd it go? Uh, I wasn't there. Oh, okay. So couldn't be that good. And March 25th, Sunday night at the Music Box in San Diego. Okay, March 25th at the Music Box San Diego. Beautiful town. I love the town. I'm talking in the Cronkite cadence again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, St. Germaniacs, uh, rate and review. You have a good day. Bye. Awesome. <laughs>